Hello, my lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, and I'm here to chatter, and I hope I'll get to brighten your day. I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things here on me Florida farm. But first up, it's great to be with you again. Thank you so much for your lovely comments and messages. Today, I want to natter about a few things, but first up, I need to mention that I don't talk about the news or current affairs. We're all sick of it and tired of it, aren't we? Yep, you don't want me reminded of anything else you've already seen and heard, do you? Me show's here to give you a break from it all. A good laugh. Even if it is only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> By the way, you can always listen to me shows again at the website, nednatter.com. Yep, oh well, okay, put everything down. No, everything. Oh, you mean you too, come on. It's time for the Ned Nat show. And you can't miss this. <laughs> Before I run off, though, and tell you more, let's have a look round the farm. But believe me, I've had enough of holidays, haven't you? You know, the local store, you know, put up the Valentine stuff on you know, December 26th. Oh, dear. There's no escape, you know, and the wife's sitting in front of the TV, as usual, waiting for a monster box of chocolates or candy or whatever she can get her hands on. <laughs> This year, I end up buying her three birthday cakes, you know, the big slab-type ones. Yep, had them re-iced with Valentine's messages. <laughs> See, I gave up on the laundry idea, you know, some time back. Oh, dear. Well, in case you never heard that story, hop on over to me website, nednat.com, and learn about me Valentine's Day shopping disaster. This <laughs> is show number two in season one. It's all there for you. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can always find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Me daughter, young Dolly's pet ram, but we call him, <laughs> has been trying his luck with everything on the farm. This time, me cat, young Charles, got it. Whoa. Yep, got him right up against the barn wall. Before old Charles, you know, could get his claws involved, that little ram had reduced him to half his normal wits. Oh, yep, concertinaed him. I had to take the money muck to the vet. All she said was nothing's broken, but you don't need to worry anyway. You know, uh, she's, I said, well, why? You know, well, she said, providing the cat's bones are all in the same room, they'll heal pretty well. <laughs> oh dear, that's a new one, eh? Either way, the cat's given that woolly troublemaker a very wide berth from now onwards. <laughs> If you remember, I got asked to be the best man for me lawyer brother in L.A. Well, he's set a date now, but he's also really put me in a corner too. Yup, he's gone and invited me old mum, Nan Natter. And now she's open to itch a lift with me in the rented RV all the way to Beverly Hills. Ooh. <laughs> See, the old crow won't fly. Well, not on a plane anyway. No broomstick, you know, seen better days. <laughs> Worse still is the RV I'm renting hasn't got a roof rack. One of the routes I take, though, you know, to California, passes through the old ancient petrified forest, you know, in the corner of Arizona. Maybe I could drop her off there. Tell her to mingle. <laughs> Fortunately, the wife Elsie's never got on with me brother Nelson, which means no invitation for her. So I don't have to haul her along, which is nice. <laughs> While on the subject of lawyers, though, my agent, 50%. It's got a couple of ads this week. 
And the first one is coming up right now, we lovelies. Being in an accident, you need to call the Ferrari Law Firm. That's right, we're not your usual ambulance chasers. Oh no, we've never had an ambulance beat us to the ER yet. <laughs> we're always way ahead of them and the competition. You'll find us there ready and waiting with the paperwork the moment your gurney drops the hospital. <laughs> so call the fastest law firm in the business. Had an accident? Call the Ferrari law firm. That's right. Or 900 road races. <laughs> or visit our website. 0 to 60 ERs in 3 seconds. You haven't that show. When I'm not here, you can always find me at nednow.com. Well, my lovelies, I'm always getting nice messages from you, my listeners. But from time to time, I get an odd question too. So in this season, I decide to feature them in my shows. But this time, I've not only got a question, I've got a reminder. That's right. What happened to my agony uncle feature? Well, oh dear. <laughs> See, I gave it a rest, to be honest. Yep, well, some of the questions I got were beyond answering, let alone broadcasting. Anyway, this time, I've decided to have a go. Yep, tell you more in my show. If you remember, from way back, I became an agony uncle after I booted one of my ends at night. And afterwards realised it wasn't an end at all. Oh dear, it was an anvil. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, some of these will make you think. I've got it all here on the Ned Nat Show. Right then, the first of me agony questions comes from Ron in Richmond, Virginia. He's concerned about the odds on winning the lottery and asks me if it's all mathematical. Well, Ron, of course it is. You pay in your little bit of cash to the lottery, don't they? And they keep most of it. As the prize goes up, more folks pay in to the point where the jackpot is obscene. When, in all irony, most people will be happy when they like ten grand land in the lap. Yep, not one billion. <laughs> anyway, Ron said he wasn't happy with that, was he? Considering the chance of winning a three hundred million to one, whilst the chance of getting hit by lightning are only thirteen million to one, he was wondering if those chances might improve if he stands outside during a storm. <laughs> no. I had to really think about that one, you know. Uh, so, Ron, your chance of getting hit by lightning are sure to gonna beat the lotto, aren't they? <laughs> Why not go ahead, take a chance. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> by the way, before I leave that point, me old pig Bill picks me numbers, <laughs> and he's been struck twice. Yep, by lightning. <laughs> he's always picking the winning numbers too. Yep. Well, winning, I suppose. You know, I've won as much as eight bucks some weeks. <laughs> then another one came in from Marty from Morristown in New Jersey. Yeah, there's another question. You know, oh, dear. I can tell you. <laughs> he says he's just switched. Yep, switched. Of course, that can mean a few things. So I asked Marty to clarify. That's right. <laughs> And it was something quite boring, actually, you know. Yep, it's satellite TV company. Well, Marty's complaining, though, about all their hidden fees that weren't there in the ad. 
Well, what's worse is he's asking me what to do. Well, Marty, I think this is what you call a life lesson, isn't it? You know, yeah, a lesson for sure. Next time, try getting out your magnifying glass before switching anything. <laughs> See, all those fees are hidden. Yep, in the small print. Oh dear. Added to that, as you get older, the print seems to get a lot smaller, doesn't it? <laughs> the next interesting question I got was from Diana in Detroit. It concerns death. Yep, a great subject, don't you think? <laughs> she wants to know what I think about all these new burial or afterlife ideas that are supposed to be better for the environment. Well, Diana, we're all concerned about the environment, aren't we? Particularly us farmers, you know. So I looked into it, you know, look what you said, and I'm not sure what's best. You know, you're asking me if you should be made into compost, stones, or be hooked up to a tree which grows using you as the fertiliser. <laughs> well, it's a difficult question, you know, seeing as I don't know you, Diana. Well, put it this way. In the case of the wife, I'd be looking in the whole forest, wouldn't I? <laughs> Whereas I'm such a skinny mucker... I'd only be good for an armful of tomato plants. <laughs> you get me meaning. Anyway, I looked it all up. The compost version of burial was different. See, they compost the body with wood chips and stuff like that. Yep. Then, when it's ready to be used as compost, they even encourage the old family along to use it in their gardens and the like. Well, it's like having your own family brand of miracle grow. <laughs> You can see it now, can't you? You know, Grandma's compost. Yep, I'll have a bag of Grandma, please. <laughs> Mind you, she was a bit of an old bag when she was alive, wasn't she? <laughs> it just seems to get worse, doesn't it? You know, Grandad's been really good for the roses this year. <laughs> Funny he never had green fingers when he was alive, though. He was too fond of the weed killer, actually. Either way, I guess anything's better than cemeteries and formaldehyde poisoning the earth, isn't it? And me neighbours well water. <laughs> oh dear. Old Ding Dang, me farmhand's fond of cremation. Yep. He puts everything he wants to get rid of on the fire. I mean, everything. <laughs> That's uh, another way, I suppose, you know, but bodies probably still smell better than old truck tyres and mattresses. <laughs> Last up this time, I've got a weird question from Ollie in Oklahoma. He says he's a science fan and read this article about how scientists have taught spinach to send emails. <laughs> oh dear Ollie, you had me go in there. Yep, it took me two years to teach me ends to do that. <laughs> now he reckons his cauliflowers are looking at him really weird. <laughs> and what should he do? Well, that's a new one, Ollie. You know, are they listening in to you? You know, with their cauliflower ears too? <laughs> Maybe you should either ignore them completely, you know. Do the right thing. Yep, that's right. Eat them before they contact anyone else. <laughs> anyway, Ollie's apparent madness got me thinking. I, uh, I did my own research. And as crazy as it seems, MIT engineers have put nano sensors in the spinach. Yep. An infrared camera picks up all the info. Then it's the, you know, the camera that sends the email. Oh, well. The thing that bothers me is if it ends up in the store, doesn't it? You know, it'd be a bit crunchy, wouldn't it? 
I mean, is that sand or dirt in me veggies? No, it's nanobionic carbon nanotubes. <laughs> what a mouthful. Well, maybe not. <laughs> but crunchy all the same. <laughs> Question is, do you spit or carry on chewing? <laughs> then I got thinking about this whole nano revolution, you know, and staying with the spinach. These little armies of leafy greens can detect explosives in the ground. Yup, landmines, for example. But, you know, the thing that gets me is I can't imagine, you know, that the folks who planted the spinach in the first place, didn't they detect the landmines first? You know, after all, if they stepped on one, <laughs> they'd been blown to bits, wouldn't they? <laughs> of course, I read on. Well, I don't know a good idea sometimes you know they're even grinding up spinach to make things called nano plates for this kind of new kind of battery you know all sorts of useful things well apparently spinach you know of course got a lot of iron on it yep that's right especially the kind you get in the can <laughs> no wonder old Popeye talked funny anyway the word nano got me thinking about me mum old nan yep I'm going to call her Nan Zero from now on. <laughs> Mind you, if they tried grinding her up, the results would be pretty nasty, I can tell you. Most of the time, she's about 70% ABF. Oh, no, ABV, isn't it? You know? <laughs> Alcohol by volume. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here. Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not, you can always find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Anyway... Moving along, me nudist neighbour old Fred has asked me if I'll do a book review for one of his buddies. Of course. I said just, well, why not? Oh dear. <laughs> I should have taken a look before agreeing. The book, Nudism in a PC World, is far from the kind of thing I'd usually pick up. <laughs> well, I'd uh, committed myself, I know. <laughs> but to be honest, the only thing that needs committing is the author. Yep, <laughs> twice. See old Fred's buddy, Richard Chilly Willy Johnson, <laughs> takes the old nudism thing a bit too far. You know, he makes it sound like a cross between self-help and religion. The book reads, though, like a manifesto for inclusion. Oh no, yep. I always knew the diversity inclusion deal would bite us on the ass sooner or later. And here it is. The floodgate is open, isn't it, folks? So, think about the potential. Nudists in Congress, the Senate, <laughs> nude judges, even nude cops. <laughs> Just hope they grab the right weapon in an emergency. How <laughs> to that, where do you position the old body cam, you know? Just imagine a traffic stop, eh? Added to that, it brings a new meaning to the word assault. <laughs> well... It doesn't stop there, does it? You know, Miranda writes, You have the right to an attorney, but don't have the right to stare. <laughs> nothing you see can later be relied on in court. <laughs> I'm already naked, so there's nothing to be taken down. <laughs> oh, no. This is going the kind of direction I wasn't sure about. <laughs> nude TV presenters, even nude farmers. No, uh, now, no way. You know, <laughs> me ends look at me funny already. Well... You see the picture, don't you? you know, I, I, I'm not talking about their pension, you know, for worms. <laughs> then there's an old section of how we were all born naked. Well, 
I'm not disputing that. But sometimes, I don't want to imagine some folks without clothes, let alone see them. <laughs> you know, I think I need to reconsider the old book reviews on me show for fear of offending someone. This time, it happens to be old Fred. As you know, I usually have three options for books. Me farm library, the charity box, or the compost heap. Yep, you're right, you know, sometimes I do burn them. This time, I'm going to hold the judgement call. That's right, I've lent it to me political commentator old Rush. He can have a read when he's taking one of them toilet breaks. Mind you, I can see fireworks in five minutes. I wonder which amendment to the Constitution nudism is going to feature in or, you know, offend. <laughs> Regardless, I guarantee it will be a democratic problem. <laughs> On the other hand, me campers, you know, they do go in for the odd spot of nudism. Yep. But I always turn the other cheek. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here for the Ned Nat Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. As you know, me lovely vegan neighbour young Alice has been inviting me over to her farm. So I thought I'd chance it. Yep, send her a Valentine's card. Well, you know, I'm not getting any younger, am I, here at Two Medicine Farm. <laughs> but maybe you remember our mail carrier. Yep, hell on wheels. <laughs> All buck teeth and thick glasses. She didn't check the mail properly, did she? There was an elastic band holding all Elsie the wife's mails together. And in amongst it was the card for young Alice. Oh dear. <laughs> See, the wife's mail is mostly junk. The usual offers for satellite TV. Buy two pizzas, get one free. That kind of thing. She saw the card and immediately noticed me handwriting. Well, it is unique. Most folks think it's, you know, a spider walk through the ink. <laughs> I've been dodging the wife ever since. At any rate, I call by at young Alice's place and her house is still under a cloud. She still reckons, you know, she's in retrograde shadow. Well, Mercury to you. Add to that, she's watched the wife hobble past her gate with the rat dog. You know, Ned, my namesake, a couple of days ago. Apparently, Elsie gave Alice the evil eye. Oh dear. And what's worse is Alice thinks it relates to Mercury's retrograde too. Anyway, I put her straight and told her the wife just has a retarded point of view. <laughs> Far from retrograde, not to worry. Of course, I didn't mention the Valentine's Day card, did I? Oh dear. I just hope the wife doesn't forward it on afterwards. With some evil message scrawled on the front. <laughs> Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. Up here you can find me and me shows at nednat.com. Me neighbour and part-time political commentator old Rush always got something to say. When I told him I was nattering about nanotechnology, Rush knew all about it. Well, his version of it anyway. <laughs> he said the Democrats had already made tiny nano creatures that were hidden in the ballot boxes. <laughs> They were used to eat the ink off the GOP lines and then regurgitate it on the Democrat ones. Oh dear, that's the most crazy thing he's ever come out with. He can never leave his favourite topic alone, can he, poor old mucker? 
bed as usual, it's off to the toilet, grumbling as usual, threatening to call me up later about the nudist manifesto. <laughs> well, once he's finished reading it, that is. Oh dear, I hate it when he calls me, you know, it's uh, the only time he talks for hours. Why? Well, he calls me from the toilet, doesn't he? <laughs> he don't have much to rush off for then, does he? Oh dear. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. By the way, my relative old Skip Natter, oh, he's got into the nanotechnology industry on his own. Well, I didn't believe it either until I realised it was one of his dubious scams. See, nanotechnology can't be seen easily, can it? A nanometer is one billionth of a metre. Yep, tiny. So old Skip's been selling boxes of stuff online. Apparently he'd moved over 10,000 before the buyers caught up with him. Yep, empty boxes. <laughs> oh dear Skip, why don't you get a real job? You know, or do something honest like uh, move back to Australia. While on the subject, you know, the con man front, me agent, 50% is lining me up with another new ad this week. He's been at it again this time though, looking over me show notes. And seeing I was natter about Nano, he's lined up a new ad. I think it's a bit too typical, but anyway, here goes me lovelies. Have you heard the financial world discussing invisible earnings? Well, now's your chance to get onto it. Sure invest in nanotechnology it sure is invisible and the possibilities are so damn complicated you probably won't even get to see what you're investing in (laughs) so take a chance today hop on board with the invisible earnings team at 1900 invisible or visit our website i haven't got a clue dot nano I thought the spinach was weird enough. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me at nednatters.com. Whichever way you dice it, the Ned Nat Show is usually fond of old technology. Yep, old. Mainly the diesel kind. <laughs> Sometimes it's not only more reliable, but far easier to understand, eh? <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all. On this note, I better go, even when you can't beat growing your own and fixing your own and trying to work out what nanotechnology can do for you. So next time, when Ned Natter, just remember, as farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Sure it matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays, It'll be so much fun, would they, eh? <laughs> In the meantime, like I said, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com, along with them social media links. So come by and say hi. It'll be nice to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. And I hope you'll join me on the next Nednat show. So until next time, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat any of that small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, lovelies. <laughs>